Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, Seth Lee. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Gobble, gobble, everyone. It's here, the best holiday of them all. The show you'll probably skip because you're having a holiday with friends or family. No, this is the show that everyone's going to listen to because we're talking about an excellent movie this week. Oh, there's the review. And it's Thanksgiving. What I mean, what's not to love about Thanksgiving? Boy, do we got a show for you today. The news, there's barely any news because it's a holiday week. Okay, that's fine. But, boy, you know what it is, though? A shopping week because this week in video game history, I cherry-picked it. Yeah, and this will be by far the longest we ever go on that segment. Okay, <laughs> cool. They release everything now for Christmas shopping. Yeah, I mean this is the time of year. Oh my god, I was going through the list. I'm like, this is insane. Like this is insane. I can't believe how many things there. I'm are. excited to, to go down memory lane. Uh, we got sports reports. Yes, we do. Things happened. Yeah, there's a new number one team in the AFC East, baby. Coming from a terrible division. All right. No, there's two really good teams in that division. Ghostbusters Afterlife and your questions. Look, this video game segment is going to take a while, so I just want to get into it all. Okay, let's just go. Then let's just jump straight into Cause, the... Because I know right right now, I would ask you what your favorite pie is, because like, I don't like sweets, I don't like pie. It's pumpkin. Okay, good answer. Cool Whip or whipped cream? Neither. I don't like it on top of it. Oh. I just like the pure pie. Okay, that's fair. I, re- I respect that. But also, if I'm in that world where I have to choose not Cool Whip. Mashed potatoes from a box, or like legitimate mashed potatoes for this holiday? I don't want them in a box. You want legitimate mashed yes, potatoes? Yeah, mashed potatoes. With the skin or without the skin? Either one. I'm content either Butter one. and gravy? No, it's too much. No, just just the potato as it is? No, oh, I was going to say just gravy. Okay, not, just not gravy. Combined. All right, that's fair. Um, stuffing? Yeah. Like, like stuffing. in bird stuffing or stovetop stuffing? I don't need it in the bird. You don't need it in the bird? No. I like it from the bird, like it, it once come, or twice a year. come from any direction. Dark meat or, or light meat? Lighter meat. Yeah, like so you're a breast guy? Generally am. Hey, uh, trying to think if there's anything else. What's the one? What like? What's the one side that you're like? Nope, don't need it. Don't want it. I'll eat it, but the idea of like the cranberry from a can, or because we're in Maine, bread from a can. Okay, bread from a can. No, <laughs> cranberry sauce. Absolutely, as long as it doesn't have the berries in it. Yeah, Give me the jellied cranberry. <laughs> sauce, I don't need please. these New England canned dishes. No. Uh, what was the other one? Green bean casserole. It's okay. It's usually uh, a little salty. No, not. Cut, I cut don't the salt. I don't like green bean casserole. What about uh, sweet potato? With some brown sugar. No, not overly. I like a sweet potato fry, but generally just like mashed up like sweet potato. Yeah, you, you put the little brown sugar, you mash it all together. Yeah, no. Not doing it for you? What What is the you absolutely must have on your plate at Thanksgiving? If like if you go to a Thanksgiving... Alcohol. A, plate, not glass. Plate. You're just going to pour <laughs> alcohol over your... What is the... If you have to... Like if you go to a Thanksgiving and this isn't there, you're going to walk out the door and be like, this is bullshit. Where is this? I don't think... I don't have that. You don't have like a... You no. don't have a deal breaking... A, thanksgiving breaking side that you're like i can't believe it thanksgiving's here it's my favorite time of the year for this side no i do when i was a kid i did embarrass my parents once like we were at somebody's house they're having dinner and they had like mashed potatoes i like you how you act like this is only the only time you've ever embarrassed your parents oh many times okay but there was mashed potatoes and turkey and i went i didn't know this was thanksgiving it was just like a random sunday oh. in may <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question, because I know you want to get into this, but I figured give us a little content because there's no news. Do you believe that it should be only be one type of meat? Like I know some people do like turkey and ham at Thanksgiving. Are you talking about like a turducken or something? Or a turducken. I've never had a turducken, but I really want to, but I don't think Thanksgiving is the time to try one. I like th- I like turkey. I like duck. Uh, I mean, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't care. Okay, that's fair. Chocolate cream pie or just pumpkin only? Um, I'm not going to go for a chocolate cream pie. Okay. okay. I mean, well, If the choices are chocolate cream pie or not, I'll take not coffee with the pie i mean are you a coffee and pie guy like you you have the meal you kind of let it sit for a little bit you watch a little football and then you go back for pie but you got to have coffee with the pie well no because unless the coffee has alcohol in it what am i doing i didn't say the coffee couldn't have alcohol in it like we're too late in the day for me to be doing just straight coffee yeah but i mean it's also like i was gonna thought you were gonna say we're too late in the day for me doing alcohol like that's not true i've seen you drink every i've i've had a drink with you in every hour of the day Probably. I can't think of an hour on the clock that exists <laughs> that we haven't had a drink together. I imagine that's true. All right, that's it. That's all I, I wanted to give a little festive flavor to the uh, to the proceedings here, to the preamble. Can I just have a drink? 
Sure. <laughs> That's all I want. Okay, um, wine? Are you wine with your dinner, with Thanksgiving dinner? Are you a little something stronger? Whatever I can get my I don't hands th- on. I see, I don't think I've ever really had beer with Thanksgiving. I don't think beer... Beer can really like be an in-between, in but I think with the meal, you have, well, wine is fine. I'm all about the wine. The fine wine time. <laughs> with the turkey covered in thyme. You're like, it's yellowtail. <laughs> That's the finest of wines. No, uh, usually we get like a cranberry wine, like a cranberry table wine. Really good. It's a red... Whatever. I'm moving on to All right, there we go. the news. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. It's hey. how the pilgrims did it, Zach. It's oh, the- sh- I forgot. Well, I mentioned it to you the other day. Where's my money? Oh, shit. I forgot it. I, I was going to text you so I could take that crisp 20 away from you. I'll, I'll bring it next week. You owe me 20 bucks. I understand that I owe you $20. $20 for our Spider-Man trailer bet. They're I'm clearly so- there. They were edited out. I feel like it should be like ten well, bucks, fifteen at the most. No, it's twenty. And also, I will give you absolute credit for this. Yeah, you called something before the internet discovered it. Oh, what was that? Well, before the, the trailer happened, I texted you and me money. Yes, and you said there's a shot where like Tom Holland is jumping at three villains. You're like clearly the other Spider Men were edited out. Yes. Well, if you're in Brazil, uh, there's a lot more proof about that. Have you seen this? Oh, yeah, where uh, Lizard's face goes to the side because he's getting punched. Yeah, he's uh, just getting, like, I'm going to say kicked. <laughs> kicked, punched. Another 20 bucks? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in the Brazilian trailer for um, No Way Home. The Lizard, and I'm sure everyone has seen this, just suddenly stops like he's hit an air wall and his like face like jumps like 45 degrees based on nothing. But I'm going to say it's because of a foot. Probably just got kicked. A, a spidey foot. Yeah, that's a whoopsie. Yeah, tell me about it. But I, I would have never thought to look for something like that until I started doing this show with you and understanding how trailers work sometimes, especially Marvel trailers. Yeah, yeah, where they just... Hey, here's this you. thing, but guess what? There's other things here which you probably know about, but we're not going to show you because how we're Marvel. Or we'll just add shots. Yes. And there's been some TV spots that came out this week as well that gave a little more footage. Um, I mean... Like the trailer's been out for a week. You've all seen it. I I watched it maybe three times that night. It's just it's a yeah. joyous little trailer. I am excited about it. About the only thing I didn't like is like that we're doing the like Otto Octavius is a silly name joke twice. Yeah, there's that. I also I have a new hope. This is my new Star theory. Wars. No, look, we know that they're doing. They're not going to stop at five villains. We know that there's a secret fifth one just so they could say we did sinister you mean a secret light. sixth one because you just said fifth whatever there's we know there's five i assume there's a sixth because there's no way they're going to stop at five this is my theory scratch that this is my hope okay <laughs> it's not a theory it's like i don't think i don't think jake gyllenhaal's really dead i think mysterio will be in it oh yeah yeah but let me change that to the planned spider-man 4 bruce campbell mysterio Ooh, that's doesn't have to be big. Just has to show up there in a fishbowl. I don't think he was going to be big in Spider-Man 4 because we got those. He was only in uh, it for like a mi- two minutes at most in each of the other three. Oh, man. Why am I blanking on the name of what those are? Little drawing picture things. Caricature? No. But we knew that he Storyboard. was- Storyboard. Yes. Thank you. Oh, okay. God. Why did, I, why did I lose that word? I found it. Yeah. The storyboards of Bruce Campbell as Mysterio. I want that to be our sixth villain. Doesn't have to be in it a lot, but that is my hope. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, though, it won't be him. It'd be Jake Gyllenhaal other universe that'd be so that'd be amazing it would be wouldn't it that's what i want but whatever trailer i mean we don't need to dive into it you've all seen the trailer yeah. it's been out for a week no. so we get a little bit more on the i mean clearly we knew that spider-man was going to screw up the spell and yeah kind like, of i like how this trailer is just kind of a sequel to the last trailer it does kind of take mephisto out of the equation probably most likely Nah, i mean he could still show up but i still wouldn't count him as a sinister six he's, he's just he's sinister six 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 all right we're moving on from okay. that all right Ridley Scott, he's in the news this week for all kinds of stuff. Good or bad? Eh, whatever. Okay. He got one of those leading questions of like, what do you think of superhero movies that you ask like all old school directors? They're all like, I hate them. And yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Did he but, not hate them? No, he did. It, it doesn't matter. Though, okay. Because, you know, like what you like and Ridley Scott has done some amazing movies. He's also done some less than amazing movies. More, definitely more in the win column than the loss column. Yes, I would say most certainly. Like Prometheus, get out of here. What are you doing? Yeah, bye-bye. Just give us the regular alien, please. Well, apparently there's an alien show in development. We knew that. But he also announced that there is going to be a there's a Blade Runner series in development with the pilot already fully written. What? 
I mean, I love me some Blade Runner. Clearly, I don't think we're going to be getting like Harrison Ford in there. Or, but I mean, that's an no. expansive enough world where you could be like, "There's enough replicants out yeah, there. We're, we're just hunting replicants." I'll take a "We're just hunting rep- replicant show," and then sometimes you'll go, "But wait, you were a replicant all along." <gasps> oh, the kind of like going to be like the scrolls of this universe. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, whatever. I'm all for. Um, it's one of those things that it's crazy how fast the landscape has changed. Like if you had told me three years ago there was going to be a Blade Runner show, I just would have like laughed it out the door. Like it's just going to look like a shitty like CW like, show or like don't tease me Agents of Shield. But the way that like premiere television looks these days, 4K. It's a, yeah. I I'm at a point Are where I'm gonna... like I don't feel like anything with the right studio behind it is undoable now. Like it's all out there. Do you think you're going to go 4K? tv like do a black friday 4k tv here no okay my tv is as big as i could get this is what i got but no like 4k resolution i know i'm not, i'm not gonna upgrade for the sake of because as soon as you as soon as you do you're gonna be like oh it's 5k my tv's well, 4k i got it like three or four years ago the tv that we got i got the largest tv i could get because my wife told me i wasn't allowed to buy a tv that was bigger than her and that so i have the largest tv i was allowed to buy <laughs> Why couldn't you buy one bigger than her? I don't know. I think that's a dumb rule. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) I disagree with that rule, but she's like, it can't be bigger than me. I'm like, why? But I I would like that. So it's a 32-inch TV. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 24. (laughs) Oh, hey, I can get away with that because I'm not married to her. (laughs) You could also get away with it because you're married to her, but you have guest rooms that you have to sleep in. (laughs) I was like, what a random rule. Yeah. Uh, So Blade Runner coming to TV. Scarlett Johansson, uh, she's back in the Marvel fold, apparently. Yes, that's what I saw. But as a producer, so like, look, we paid you enough money. How about you put some of that money back (laughs) into the productions? Feige said explicitly that it wasn't a Black Widow thing, but also could be lying. Because when have they ever been forthright and truthful about things? Yeah, it could be anything. I hate that we live in the world where like my brain goes like, well, if Scarlett Johansson is doing something... It must be a lady Marvel thing. like, Or it could not be. Yeah. Why does it have to be? I know. It's just where my brain went. I'm like, yeah. That's- I'm glad you <laughs> cleared yourself up of that. Be better. Yeah. Seriously. If I had to throw my hat into the ring, I would say it's probably an A-Force thing, which was a thing that Marvel did like, I don't know, six, seven years ago that was like an all-female Avenger squad. Uh-huh. Different that- than Alpha Flight? That's a Canadian team. Okay. Just checking. Yes. A-Force. My guess it would be A-Force because that's the lady thing. Cool. And she can only clearly produce a lady thing. That's not true. <laughs> Stupid biases. Mm, implicit bias. Yeah. Maybe she's doing like Hercules and it's like the most <laughs> like hyper-masculine, like oiled up big man. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Sorbo back from... Not that Hercules. Oh. The Rock? A Rock type. Oh, okay. Jason Momoa? Sure, why not? He could be Hercules. He'd be a fun Hercules. He would be. Uh, last bit of news. Let's do some comics. I news. mean, he was already Conan, so. Uh, I mean, comics distribution still all screwed up from those ransomware attacks. But hey, it's me, so I guess I should talk about this new series coming out next month. A new Buffy series. Buffy, the last vampire slayer. Does this mean the return of the Buffy back issue, Ben? No. Okay. But I'll at least read this. All right. I think. I'm proud of you. I haven't, well, I just, I haven't been reading like the reboot series. I read it for like the first year and i went all right i get this but it just didn't have that emotional connection to it so it was like okay i see what you're doing it's fine but this is like their old man logan their dark knight returns it's buffy 50 years of the future wow where all the other slayers are dead and it's just her and maybe xander and he has an eye patch again it happens because apparently there's a mr burns plot where some demons blotted out the sun and a baby will probably kill the villain (laughs) who shot mr burns yeah classic episode I remember, do you remember the um, competition around that where it was like, you could fly on the Simpsons jet that's all painted and we'll give you money and stuff? Yeah, I kind of vaguely remember it a little bit. If you can figure out who shot Mr. Burns. I gotta tell you, I didn't figure it out. No? I also didn't submit anything because I was, you know, eight. Oh. You want to who has a jet that was all painted up for them, all wrapped up? The people trying to get a pardon for Tiger King. It's called Tiger One or Exotic One. Maybe it was Exotic One. Okay, we're not whatever that is, we're not gonna talk about it. I have one episode left to go. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I can't get you watching the new Star Trek, but you're into this shit. Well, I just I stumbled upon it and I wanted to finish what I started. By the way, Star Trek Pod- Prodigy, the new show. They're five episodes in and I'm at a solid it's okay, and who is the audience for this? Well, that's okay, because once I've done that tonight, I will 
clearly have more time on our hands to start binging other things. Oh, wait. That's right. He-Man Revelation. Yeah, that's out today. Yeah, so I got to binge. I got to finish Tiger King Season 2 and then binge that, and then I'll get to something else. Great. I don't know, yeah, I'll read this. It seems separate enough, and I don't know. It'll be fun, I guess. Future Buffy. Why not? Okay. All right. Strap in for this bad boy. All right. Because the holiday... Um, that's it for news? Be, that's, yes, that's it. Totally oh, that's, like okay, cool. The holiday gift-giving season is upon us. You want to talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife winning the box office this weekend? Knocking the Eternals off? We're not Ghostbusters yet. It's oh. Like three segments well, from now. That is kind of news. We used to talk about like the number one box office movie. I'm just so excited about this this week. Well, strap in, because it's time to talk about video games. He is Vigo! He's not, Vigo's not on this. No, he's not. Okay, sorry. And this week in video game history. Superhero landing coming up. This week in video game history. Oh, Christmases and other holidays past. It's time to buy up your gifts because this list is so damn long. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I cherry picked. I left so much on the table. Oh, can't do that on Thursday. Leave nothing behind. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do this. Um, All right. Well, let's give it a shot. Well, I was just say like in order because I, the way that I do this is I go day by day and I write them down. So then when I'm reading my notes, I'm scanning for the next year. Ah. Because we like oh, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, and I'll kind of go like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Great. 1984. Oh, good year. I'm gonna 1989. I mean, oh, it's still not a bad year. Atari released its handheld system. There was a handheld system? Mm-hmm. There was indeed. It was the size of a brick and just as heavy. Could kill a man with oh. this. The Atari Portable? Lynx. Oh, close enough. Do you remember the Atari Lynx? I do not. All right. Oh, I'll still make this trivia. In 1991, Final Fantasy II was released in the U.S., but in Japan, what number Final Fantasy was this? Six. It was four. Damn. <laughs> you tried. I did. In 1994, Super Nintendo, a semi-sequel to an old atari game with the grandson of the main character from that original one 2d side scroller uh not king's quest nope but that word uh, it's not quite in there royal royal journey <laughs> donkey kong country oh okay what an amazing game i Don love okay donkey kong is not a side scroller 100 is what are you talking about you're going up and down it doesn't like this like the screen is static no donkey kong country is oh Oh, I thought you meant the it was the the original Atari game was a side scroller. No, uh, yeah, you're just climbing a thing and trying to save a princess. Yes, no, no, Donkey Kong Country, one of the best Super Nintendo games. I love that game. Don't like the sequels as much. Huh. Going back one year because that's how this list on my handwritten notes works. I don't think we're gonna get there. I have never played this game, but it's supposedly one of the best Sonic games of all time. Because I didn't know anyone that had this periphery, Sonic CD was released. Oh, okay. Remember we talked about that being the the Sega CD being a horrible, horrible. Yeah, supposedly. Again, this is going on here. Say I have never played it, can't speak to it, but supposedly it's one of the best, if not the best, Sonic game out there. Okay, but very few people have played it because it was on the Sega CD. Ah, okay. So I, I can't speak to it. I never played it. Jumping forward. Oh God, we get we get some crap in here. Okay. To 2001 on the GameCube, a sidekick got his very first titled game. Uh, would it be something about Luigi? It is. Uh, I, I don't know. Luigi's Mansion. Oh, that's... God B damn. Boo. Boo get, Luigi's Mansion. Get, you, no, you don't get anything. I get a muted one. I was halfway. Look at some more GameCube stuff. When you're talking about Mario characters, this is probably like the third most popular one. Got new life on the GameCube going from 2D to 3D. And very recently, it's gone back to 2D, and I want to play that game. I haven't bought it yet. Something about Toad. No, how is he the third tier? It's like Mario, Zelda, and then another one. I thought you said, oh, third tier Nintendo character, not yeah. third tier Mario character. Yeah. And by the way, it'd be Link, not Zelda. You know what I mean. Third tier Nintendo character? Mm-hmm. New Life on the GameCube. There was a trilogy of these. There's been a few others, and it re very recently got a new game on the Switch. Metroid? It is Metroid. Ah! Hang on! You can't ding it yet, because oh. you didn't say what Metroid it was. Metroid GameCube Metroid? Oh, my God. No, you get no belts. Metroid Prime, the first oh. of three. Come let's, on. I got Metroid. That's you got to be impressed with that. No, I gave it to you on a platter. Shut up. 2003, uh, the worst Mario Kart came out. Uh, Mario, that's not Mario Kart 64. No, I love that one. Um, to be fair, it's still a good game, but just the worst of... Was it the one for the GameCube? Yep. 
Doesn't count. Can't ring the bell. Uh, Mario Kart 2 GameCube Edition. Mario Kart Double Dash. Whatever. Oh, yeah, that piece of shit. It's not terrible. It's just the on your scale of Mario Karts, probably the worst. Oh, man. These happened on the same day or in the same week? That's insane. I didn't realize that when I was writing this down. Okay. Well, I have to go back a year before I get to that. All right, that's fine. <laughs> 2005. All right, we're making progress on the scale of time. A console was released, probably won that gener- won this generation specifically, but what early on was plagued by the Red Ring of Death, but sometimes if you wrapped a wet towel around it, it would go away. Would it be the Xbox 360? It is. There you go. You got one. Also, r- released on this day, uh, the very first HD game, which is an adaptation of a movie that is a remake of one of my favorite movies of all time. Does that do something with King Kong? It is King Kong. 2005 came out. The game is a lot of fun. I've probably played it like four or five times, to oh, be honest. Nice. It's also hilariously unwinnable. But you've won it. You can't win it. Oh. Not in the sense you can finish it, but you can't win it because you end the game playing as Kong just beating down biplanes. Oh, but you the game ends, but you die. Yeah, that's the way the game ends. You can't like really beat it. You, no, you just <laughs> kind of complete it. You can hit those biplanes for as long as you want, but there's no ending where you get to walk away happily ever after. Well, I mean, Beauty did kill the beast. It's a decent, it's a pretty good adaptation game. Then in 2006, my God, what a day in 2006. The other two consoles of the console wars were released for that generation. Uh, so 2006, you're looking at... 2005 was the Xbox 360. So you're looking at the PlayStation 3. Yep, the PlayStation 3, uh, $500 for the 20 gigabyte or $600 for the 60 gigabyte. But yep. what you're really looking for, I think it was the 4 you it was backwards compatible. So you're really waiting for that 40 gig. Yes. That wasn't out yet. And then the other one... What would the other one be? Oh, it would be Nintendo Wii. Yes, the Nintendo Wii. With one of its launch titles being Twilight Princess that was already out for the GameCube. But... Aside from just, like, graphics, which weren't, like, hugely different, what is the big difference between the GameCube version of Twilight Princess and the Wii version of Twilight Princess? You can interact with other people? No. I'll just tell you. Okay, please do. Um, Traditionally, Link is left-handed. But because you were using the nunchuck to control the sword move... He could be left or right-handed? No, they just switched it to right-handed, because that's just the way the majority of people are, so to have that interactivity, the hand was changed. That's cool. Not for left-handed people, but still. <laughs> 2007, this clear ripoff of, like it's Rock Band, Rock Band came out. Say <laughs> so it's a Guitar Hero ripoff. It is. Yeah. But they were just as successful, if not more successful for that like five-year period where that was a thing people did. Yes. It was just about who could buy music rights for what songs. I mean, there was like a Beatles one. There was like an Aerosmith one. Yeah. I believe there was a Beatles one. That's insane. There was a Guitar Hero Metallica. And just to remind you that this series is terrible. Uh, Sonic Unleashed came out in 2008. That's when he was a werewolf. But he's a hedgehog. That's when the hedgehog became a werewolf. That's weird. All the 3D Sonic games are crap. Okay. Also in 2008, this fun zombie shooter came out that relied heavily on its online presence. I think it got one sequel. I don't know if it got more than one, but it definitely should have gotten four sequels. Uh, Oh, um, uh, Resident Evil? It was Left 4 Dead. Oh, Left 4 Dead. Uh, The number four. Yes. All right. 2010. Uh, Left 4 Dead got its sequel. Good for them. Left 4 Dead 5. <laughs> yeah. And also a sequel to a side-scrolling Super Nintendo game where you're a monkey. Oh, Donkey uh, Diddy Kong Country. No. Uh, Donkey Kong Country HD. Donkey Kong Returns. Oh, that's... Donkey Kong Country Returns. All right, cool. To be fair, it's a 2D side-scroller on the Wii. It's awesome. It's really good. Absolutely playable. If you haven't played it, go play that game. It's great. Great. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Oh, we missed one. In 2009, Assassin's Creed 2 came out. We okay, all knew yeah. what the gimmick was at that point, and no one... Does anyone care anymore? Probably not. We Illuminati! All, we all know what it is. Whew. Getting there. All right. 2011, new Zelda game came out that um, has been released three separate times? Or released twice more after this, I think. And from 2011? Yeah. I think it already has three separate releases. I can't. Skyward Sword came out on the Wii. It oh. also got released on the Wii U. And then it recently got re-released on the Switch. Okay, cool. Just keeps on a coming. And then finally, my God. I'm getting excited for the segment where you talk more. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> this was a long one. And um, I would say Nintendo's uh, second least successful system was released. 
Oh, the uh, Wii U. Yeah, that thing that no one played. <laughs> because I think entirely based on just a bad title that everyone went, oh, it's just a little bit more Wii. Yeah. And then no one bought it. And then they, yeah. Just a little bit more Wii. I just think it was, I truthfully, that's my belief. That's why that system failed is because they're just like, oh, it's just another Wii. And I think that killed it. I could be wrong, but that's what I think. I don't know. Huh, hell. All right. So from the Atari Lynx to the Carolina Panthers. Big cats this time. Okay. Because uh, Tiger King. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, redo. Um, <laughs> from the Sonic CD to anything else, it's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. All right. Do you want to start off with the, the regular sports reports or a cool, interesting factoid that I just became aware of moments ago? Sure. Whatever. All right. So as you know, my football team that I coach with, uh, we were in the state championship last week. We lost, sadly. They hate to kick off sports reports with that. But a, uh, a f- How will anyone get over it? What? How will any of the listeners get over it? Well, here's the cool part. So someone um, who coaches with us uh, works with some reps in the sporting world. Fun fact about the game, I am friends with a few guys who are really close to Dana White. They were all in Vegas this weekend, and a couple of them wanted to watch the Foxcroft Winthrop game. Dana White had them play it on a 100-foot screen in a sports book in a Vegas casino. I guess they had about 1,000 people watching the game. Weird. Yeah. Degenerate gamblers putting money on high school football. Hope we made somebody some money. Because we can lose By the not game. not covering and, the spread? Well, no. Foxcroft would be the one not covering. If we... I mean, it depends on what the spread was. Like, if Foxcroft was like a six point favorite, we only lost by three. They didn't cover. So, if you picked us, you won. But I don't know what A, I don't think Las Vegas had a spread on it. And B, I don't know what it would have been. But anyway, there's that. Anyway, uh, moving on. New England Patriots are number one in the AFC East, baby. They had a grand old time beating up on the Atlanta Falcons 25 to nothing. Here's an interesting tidbit here. Oh, good. Another a, a second tidbit right in a row. Yeah, sir. How dare you tease me with these? So, as you all know, the Atlanta Falcons at one point were up twenty-eight to three in the Super Bowl and lost to the Patriots. This thing will not die. There was a three-hour and twenty-eight-minute lunar eclipse the same night, the longest in the last however many years. So people are like, oh, the universe doesn't get forget twenty-eight-three. If you take twenty-eight and subtract three, you get twenty-five. The score in the game was twenty-five nothing. People continue to find ways to generate twenty-eight to three with the Falcons. You remember in Batman or Robin when they were like bouncing, like how to like rejig a satellite, and they were just like making up horseshit one line after another. Yes, yeah, that's what just happened. I'm just reporting on the Except sports. Except I saw Clooney's ass, and that was better than this. I was just giving the sports report. So the Patriots are number one in the AFC East. They take on the Tennessee Titans this coming weekend. Big game. Patriots could be in the driver's seat for a home playoff game. They're not going to get the bye, but they are definitely on their on well on their way. They've won five in a row, six of their last seven, turning in an upward direction, wins against teams with a winning record. So things are looking good there for the old uh, Patriots. Interesting news out of Tampa Bay. Antonio Brown, you might remember him. Alleged sexual abuser, Antonio Brown. As I said, he's worse than a bag of prison dicks. He allegedly had a How old fake- are these dicks? They've aged. Mm, unfortunate. So, so anyway. So some mold and fungi. Antonio Brown allegedly had a, a fake ID, a fake vaccination ID card that he was had sent the team. And that uh, text message with the picture of it came from uh, Tom Brady's trainer. So interesting. A little bit of <laughs> Why does news Tom there. Brady associate with whatever? Because Tom Brady likes to win. Uh, last night on the Manning cast on Monday Night Football, Julian Edelman admitted that Tom Brady, the day he signed, tried to recruit Julian Edelman to go down to Tampa Bay, and he's like, nope, I am a New England Patriot. So that was exciting, because uh, Jules is the best. Uh, let's see, other interesting... I was say, he's all you have left, but that's not even true. Other interesting sports tidbits. Bruins keep on Bruinsing. Oh, and I'm, I'm going to steal your thunder, because I want to share this uh, little bit of NBA news. LeBron James suspended for the first time in his career after a fight. He elbowed a man in the face and made him bleed. Yeah, Isaiah Stewart. Yeah, Isaiah Stewart then chased him around the arena. That usually like when you see Squid Game. Usually when you see NBA fights, there's a lot of like, "Hold me back, hold me back." No, 
He ran up the tunnel to come out the other end of the tunnel to come out behind the bench. I love all the fake outs, too. He's like, all right, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. Ha ha! <laughs> Gotta get him! Gotcha! Yeah, it always always happens in Detroit. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah, that, that thing went viral like that it was like 12 million views or something well i mean it was just he wouldn't he wouldn't stop the man was incest yeah i certainly wasn't watching it live because it's why would i watch a lakers pistons game <laughs> no but you uh, did boy did i see the replay yeah on the internet it was going on and on and on and on i love the poor announcer stay in your seats do not throw anything <laughs> if you do you will be ejected we shan't have another malice in the palace it's like he probably this is the little caesars arena we do things different here <laughs> do you think that like because obviously the pa guy and then he had to go pizza pizza the pa guy yeah he had to get paid the pa guy has like a binder of stuff do you think they have a tab in the binder in detroit like in case of fight open this tab and read this script yeah that was wild but i mean ultimately really nothing happened it was just spectacle stuff almost happened <laughs> yeah so well, yeah. he did get eight stitches. That's, that's a decent, you know, hit to the head. Well, eight I mean, stitches. right on the eyebrow. I mean, that thing bleeds. Oh boy, did it? Yes, it did. Everywhere. Let's see what else am I? Nope, that's it. That's all I had. I know you want to talk about your Celtics. What a week it was, except for a couple of the games that were just Dullsville because they played a bunch of bad teams. Nothing but bad teams in the last week. The Rock, the now one in fifteen Rockets, they beat heartily. Yes, whatever. OKC's record is, which is bad. They beat them heartily. And then they beat the terrible Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Look at you go. Where? Your team is coming back to life. Your boy was in attendance. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Had a grand old time. There was a comeback. There were some statement dunks. The Lakers decided not to play defense, so I just got to see cool shit. <laughs> They're like, let's just not do defense tonight. Yeah, we're just going <laughs> to yeah, stand around and hope our offense works. It, clearly it, it did. doesn't oh i guess we'll just let russell westbrook shoot threes and lebron doesn't want to go to the rim and he'll just take fadeaways like sure why not and how'd that work out for them uh bad it was a it was a big old blowout they lost by what 35 it wasn't that it was closer to 20 oh still it, it was quite the blowout though it was great man it, it, like the it was just electric in there and i shouldn't have been surprised because i know how like big the lakers fan base was there were way more lakers fans there than i was expecting yeah like i was sitting in mostly a lakers section i think it was like 50 50 it's kind of wild but it was great bill russell was in attendance paul pierce was in attendance a good chunk of the patriots and the handjob king himself was there robert Kraft. everyone uh, was there i don't know if i would call him the handjob king but well i mean king of the cheap handjob <laughs> Man's on a budget. He's got to pay for a football team. <laughs> well, he has to pay to go get the hand job. Well, and then fly. Well, to I mean, team. they they didn't have a lot of cap space. He was just trying to keep it within the budget. Oh my god, man, that was fun though. Like Celtics Lakers, it just plays different, and like the energy was so great, and it was so fun, and clearly the Lakers was so into clearly it. The Lakers weren't into it. Everybody but the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, but it was wild. It was really fun. And compared, like when I went to like the heat game like what like eight nine months ago like that was at one quarter capacity that's done it's full capacity again yeah nice did you bring covid back with you from boston i hope not <laughs> well i mean you're fine yeah true i guess <laughs> i don't know why i'm concerned well it's funny because the last time that we went it was like vaccines were like just starting to happen so it was like it was masks this time it was like you need to show proof of vaccination or proof of a negative test before plus a mask so it was actually oh i mean granted you know, 75% more people, but still. Man, that was a good game, though. Yeah. My only, I mean, the downside, like, no Robert Williams, no Jalen Brown. But there's one point in the game, and if you listen closely to the broadcast, you can hear you someone screaming from uh, the nosebleeds, do it, go one-on-one. Like Tatum versus LeBron. No, you can't hear you on the broadcast. No, of course you can't. <laughs> but I, I promise you I was yelling. I'm sure you were. I'm sure they could hear you over 25,000 people. <laughs> but Tatum versus LeBron. Like one on one, he goes against him, and he goes for the safe option of a layup. I'm like, dunk would have been cooler. Well, I mean, not twenty. It's probably how much does the garden hold? I think it's twenty thousand. Oh, okay, that's a lot of people in one building. Yeah, a lot of mouth breathing. Yeah, seriously, but still, good for you. I'm glad you were there. <laughs> hope the uh, air exchange system was working. I mean, hope. I mean, everything should be fine. Hopefully, if everyone was honest. Yeah, and this booster works. Good luck. Yeah, we'll see. I'll give you some of my blood. You can have some of my <laughs> just. Take a vial of my blood and inject it into your body and see what happens. Leech style. <laughs> All right, that's it for sports reports. That was awesome. That was a lot of fun. 
Uh, yeah, I guess we're done. So we're going to move on from there. From the geriatric Lakers to the geriatric Ghostbusters. Oh, you shut your mouth when you talk about the Ghostbusters. Put respect on their name. Yeah, none of them look as old as Dwight Howard looked. Oh. Wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> fucking Dwight Howard. Um, we're going to move on to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. As we do with each and every new movie. Non-spoilers, then spoilers. I saw another new movie, Red Notice on Netflix. Oh, you, have you watched it yet? Pretty good. Really? That's with um, Dwayne Johnson and... Ryan uh, Reynolds Ryan and Gal Gadot. Yeah, and a golden egg. It's very silly, but pretty good. Pretty entertaining. Like, it's... Ryan Reynolds just... Does... Was it better than Tomorrow War? Yes. I had to think about, what the fuck's Tomorrow War? Okay, yeah, well, that is a movie I saw. Yes, Red Notice is better than Tomorrow War. Okay. It's very silly and not smart, but... Just fun. Just is a it, fun time. Is it better than that zombie? Yes. Yes, okay. With I'll Batista say and... The best original Netflix movie I've ever seen. Wait, no. And granted, I've seen some of them. Was Batista in that movie? Yeah, Batista was in there. He was a zombie at the end. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Red Notice. Good enough. Sometimes that's just what you are. All right, let's talk Ghostbusters. No spoilers. If you want to jump ahead, uh, to avoid spoilers, time codes are listed down below. Good. Very good. Uh, I wouldn't go that far but i will say very fun oh, I'm, I'm going super to fun i'm going to differentiate good and fun because i think those are two very different things here yeah see yes i would look at it from the standpoint if you are a ghostbusters fan this is a fantastic movie is everything kind of that you've been looking for for a while at least 20 minutes of it is what well no i i enjoy the rest but i mean come on we know where the highlight is yeah, but I mean, there was a lot of, I just, I loved how, I, I just, I liked the story. I like how they treated things. Well, here's, there was like the right amount of fan service. I don't think it was overbearing. There I was really it, cool Easter egg. Like it was just, it was pure movie joy for two hours. I think it is a little heavy on the Easter eggs. And to be, I'm going to kind of play devil's advocate here, but also go into this knowing that I also loved like 90% of it. Okay um tone wise this is a very different movie we're just let's just count ghostbusters one two and the video game for the heck of it okay this movie is very very different i don't remember who said it and i apologize for not crediting it properly i did see one review that said like uh well the first movie was like all about like irreverence this is nothing but like hyper reverence and i think that's a very good way to describe the tone of this movie like this is so referential to the original one it does hold it like on this pedestal with like such an esteem and it does reference it so constantly some of them work some of them the majority of them i will say work i think but a few of them don't like there's one point where one character just turn almost fully turns to camera winks at you so hard he has a brain aneurysm going who you gonna call and it it just Boy, it was like a handbrake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, so, oh God. I mean, I'll agree with like that. I'm more of like the 95 percent of the movie. Like that was kind of like, all right. That was kind of like, yeah. They're setting up the third act. This is like the okay, okay. Here's the third act. Who are you gonna call? Also, like Dana's like red sparkly dress makes an appearance for the second time. I'm like, why? Why that dress? It's red and sparkly. But why? Why is that know. there? It doesn't make sense. That <laughs> that would make a second appearance. It just did. Why is that very 80s dress being used repeatedly? The 80s are awesome, man. But that being said, it, it is a very, I think, solid movie. The new kids that they bring in, I, two of them get a lot of play, two of them don't. We Essentially what we get is we get kind of a one-to-one replacement for all the original Ghostbusters. We get a new yes. Egon, who's the girl whose name is Phoebe, right? Phoebe. And this is really her movie. This movie is all about a child on the spectrum trying to find her place in the world. If you had to boil this movie down, that's what it is. What makes you think she's on the spectrum? Everything about her. Because she's intelligent? No. Because she's socially awkward? Did you not get that? That's entirely what's going on. She can be socially awkward, but I don't think she's on the spectrum. Yes, 100%. All right, we can we can agree to disagree on that. Maybe more ter- towards the Asperger side of things, but yes, 100%. Well, I'm going to... We're going to have to agree to disagree. So right on this. Uh, you're welcome to that opinion. I don't think that she's on the spectrum. Just She's just a nerdy kid trying to find a nerdy, socially awkward kid trying to find her way in the world. Whose mom can't pay the rent. They got evicted from their apartment. And then you got uh, Finn Wolfhard, whatever his name, Trevor. Trevor. Uh, he he's the Vankman of the group. We get. I don't like this gag. 
they have a character who we don't learn his real name. He just calls himself podcast because he records everything in his life. Yes. Except he drops it after about 20 minutes when interesting things actually start happening. I'm like, this will be the stuff you'd want to record. Not like just day to day, like the dregs of it. Mm. As soon as things get interesting, he's like the podcast thing. It's done. But I'm still the overexcited Ray of the group. Yeah, and then you get the kind of the outsider in Lucky, kind of filling in the role of uh, of Ray of um, sorry, Winston. Yeah, which feels a little unfortunate because you're damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't. They're like, well, we need to make sure we have a black character, and it just well, you know, the original Ghostbusters were supposed to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be Eddie Murphy, but I but and still, John like, Belushi. Yes, well, he died. Yes. But it, it does just feel a little unfortunate. Like, you know, that it was a conversation that had to be had. Like, look, we're doing a one to one to everyone here. This is yeah. the thing we can't alter. I mean, I don't know. Podcast was fun, but I, it wasn't like there was parts of it. It's like, oh, my God. Seriously. Well, I mean, I'm like, right. At least he didn't get a blowjob from a ghost. No. I mean, he's what 12 in this movie. But I mean, I guess that's probably because there weren't ghosts in this movie. No. Th- th- this movie about busting ghosts really doesn't have any ghosts but you're starting to get real i mean they do have things that they have to but you had muncher yes the new slimer and then you had all the ghosts escape from the mountain that's just like a couple shots of like random things well there's no ghosts for a reason in this movie which we'll talk about in the spoilers Uh, i think we call that budget (laughs) fine very few ghosts in this ghost busting movie I, dude it was fun it was fun it was pure joy i i really really enjoyed it i was I was eating out of the, like, this movie had me eating out of the palm of its hand the whole time. I'm like, more, yes, more, please, more. Oh, that's cool. I know that. I recognize that. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen. Yes. In this movie going, hey, it's that thing. Yes. I know that. Why did Stay Puffed back? No, but really, why? Because it's just, it's so, that was one of the funniest moments of the whole movie. I enjoyed the little Stay Puffed marshmallows during the commercials. This doesn't get us spoilers no but i i mean i just still think back to the original stay puff marshmallow man in that line from uh from bankman he's like guys we're thinking about this all wrong he's a sailor right we just take him downtown get laid this thing will be all taken care of bankman good times oh no great movie yeah maybe a little long like maybe you could have cut out like 10 minutes could have i mean maybe my favorite part is there's a scene like in the middle of the movie like the four kids are sitting at a diner and they're talking about what they need to do and there's this kid who's like listening very intently. Oh, clearly, clearly a cutscene. Yeah, and he's like literally like climbing over the back of their table when they're talking at this diner. Definitely, the scene was going to go on longer, but they also cut out whatever the hell this kid was going to say. Could have been a line, could have been a whole scene. We don't know, but that kid got cut. He hard. got yes, <laughs> so hard. Snip, snip. Just this guy who's climbing over the back of their seats. Yeah. All right, that it for non-spoilers. Well, I guess also, I mean, we'll talk more in the spoiler section, but the way they handled Harold Ramis being passed away, I thought was really well done and tasteful. I enjoyed it. Overall, yeah. I do have one weird thing about that. Well, we'll talk about that now. All right, from here. We, we, we got to do our patent review uh, oh, rating. Oh, go see the sucker in theaters. Yeah, theaters all the way. Go get some COVID. Don't get COVID, but go see it in theaters. All right, we're going to move on from there to spoilers. Look out. There's spoilers ahead. So Harold Ramis is uh, kind of in this as a ghost, but we're not going to get to that part yet. He was a, dis- a he was mostly a lamp. He's mostly a lamp in this. Yes, a mobile lamp. And if I had a lamp that just started doing shit, like pointing at things and turning off and on randomly, I'd be like no one really reacts to it. I'd be like, well, I'm done. I'm yeah. just going to leave. I, this haunted, clearly haunted house is clearly haunted. I'm going to burn this down for the insurance money and call it a day. Goodbye, haunted lamp. I love the beginning though. I love like you get. Egon, even though it's not like it's not Harold Ramis, but the body double, I like how they shoot it, they treat it. It's like, all right, interesting things going on here. The PKE meter spiking after he gets mauled yes, by the yeah, chair. I love and, seeing the PKE meter. Oh, and that chair that like I, it looks exactly like the one from uh, Dana's apartment. Yes, or close I, to it, if not the same. I will say this though, I I to your lamp point, like one of the things I was like, okay, interesting. I really thought it was like. Obi-Wan Spangler in this movie, if you think about it. Like, he's, like, directing them as a ghost, just like Obi-Wan Kenobi was. But I was okay with it. Like, I was really, really okay with it. And, like, it was a... I thought it was a neat twist on how to incorporate his character, incorporate the essence of his character. Like, if there's going to be any Ghostbuster who had figured out how to interact in the afterlife and make it work, it was going to be Egon. 
That's one ghost they're not busting. No, they didn't. He just sparkles away. Oh, yeah, screw it. Let's just dump into the good stuff. Gozer returns. Well, hang on. Evo Shandor uh, makes his first movie appearance. Yes, played by J.K. Simmons. Uh, for about two whole seconds. <laughs> yeah, and he splits. Hilarious that they was brought in J.K. Simmons to die immediately. Oh, I love the set pieces were cool. I love the the Gozer Temple. I love the use of practical effects, like the the dogs, like when they weren't running around, like those were practical. Oh yeah, we get the cab driver back, the zombie cab driver. You know the one. Oh yeah, he's practical again. I love the use of practical effects in this movie for as much as they could. I love the. I, it's like a movie because like they talk about a lot of like stuff like the Selenium and Shandor Mining Company and and all of that. You're just kind of like there is a part of it that you're kind of like. Could you watch this movie and not have watched previous Ghostbusters movies? Is this a good standalone movie? No, 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 no. no I, I don't no, think it is not either. Not even a little. Not. I mean, There's I feel way like they try much, to make it, but yeah. I would no. I'm gonna say a solid no. Yeah. There's way too much. I, you could watch it, then watch the original one, and come back and watch it. And be like, oh my gosh, these things. Made, but if you have never seen Ghostbusters, you need to watch Ghost, at least the first Ghostbusters before you watch this. Yeah, Ghostbusters 2 is canon as well in this, and the video game I think still is. But yeah, let's... Well, a couple other quick points before we get to like the 20 minutes. That's all I want to talk about. Well, no. So also, how in the how is it that the kids in this... Like, there are some big-time plot holes. Like, how do these kids not know about the Ghostbusters? And like, But also, how does... like Yeah, just if you lived in a world where like supernatural stuff happened, like I feel like you'd be aware of it. Yes, you'd be very aware of the Ghostbusters. By the way, fun fun movie trivia. Remember in Ghostbusters 2, the kid was like, my dad says you're a hack? Yeah. You know who that is? I guess. Oh, is that um, Jason Reitman? It is Jason Reitman. And then the other piece that I thought was like- That was kinda, just a guess. It, well, you're I, right. I got that. It, it was Jason Reitman. So you kind of have like that piece of it, but then where was I going? I had something and I forgot about it. They live in a world they know the supernatural exists, but oh yeah, like other interesting plot pieces like who's Egon's wife? Who did Egon have a kid with? That Callie, his daughter, had grandkids. Annie Pot shows up for a minute just yeah. to be like, I handled Egon's money. Okay, bye. They <laughs> bye. Clearly they didn't know what to do with me. Yeah. And and by handle his money, I mean he didn't have any. That's like a salsa burp. Oh, good for you. It's very All right, spicy. Let's talk about the 20 minutes. Look, you knew it was coming. It, they they hit it in the marketing material, but they didn't like. They told you it was happening, but they didn't show it to you. Yeah. First, we get an extended scene of uh, Raise a Cult, which apparently doesn't turn a profit. Imagine that uh, a niche kind of bookish store having trouble staying afloat. I know nothing about that. Wow. <laughs> Why didn't you call it Zach's a cult? <laughs> Do you sympathize with Ray in this? Why didn't I have an Ernie Hudson to cover my finances? That's a good point. Why didn't you? Should have called Ernie Hudson. You really should have. He has that con money <laughs> from doing the circuits. Could have supported me financially. Did you see that? And like you're like, hmm, I really relate to this. <laughs> yeah. I know the struggle, Ray. Yeah. Um, a, a man going crazy, drinking vodka with uh, cons- alien conspiracy yeah. theories. I understood him. Yeah. You're like, I need a copy of Tobin's Spirit Guide. Yeah, I mean, that was a fun scene with just Ray and doing like doing his bookstore stuff. It was a neat piece of exposition. Yeah, oh yeah, a, a bunch of dumping in there. But then, man, we get to the end with Gozer, played by Olivia Wilde. Yes, uncredited. Well, no, she was credited, wasn't she? Yes. I don't know. Oh, we sat through the credits. <laughs> I did. I guess I wasn't thinking about it. Is Olivia Wilde being credited right now? No, but she played Gozer. She did, and I love calling her flat top. That's such a great one. Oh, it's a great callback. But of course, the Ghostbusters show up. The original ones. All of them. Ernie Hudson, looking great. Got his mustache back. Yeah, thank God. Bill Murray, looking old as hell. But still funny as hell. I mean, I know that most, like I was saying, like Ryan Reynolds just play Ryan Reynolds. Bill Murray, most of the time, just plays Bill Murray. Oh, not, yeah. not every time, but most of the time. Boy, he just... He fell right back into Venkman. Oh, he was 100% Venkman in this. And then Dan Aykroyd, looking terrible, also just falls right back into Ray. Oh, my gosh. He looks te- he looks. I mean, awful. you knew it was coming. Goes with the Gozerian as a duly appointed official. It's like, and then oh. my. I mean, there are so many callbacks, but still my favorite. Apparently, Gozer has um, selective memory issues. Are you a god? That'd be like, uh, come on, Ray. It's not that. <laughs> That's so, that was the best. It's moment. just oh, 
If someone asks if you're a god, you, you say, say yes. The the chemistry between those three is still there, and it still works, and it's still just so much fun. <laughs> I also love, so much fun. I was gonna say Bill Murray, but he's Venkman. When Venkman just tries to like talk his way out of it as a distraction, and then they get hit, and they're just old, and they like can't really get up. He's like. Well, that didn't work. I guess we're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's just, uh, he's so, still so perfectly Venkman. And Ernie Hudson was great. And to. Can we talk about they go right to crossing the streams on Gozer, by the way? Yeah. And it doesn't work this time. And we get the CG Egon and going with the older Egon. Um, I don't know if you looked it up. This I looked it up. The, they use uh, footage of Harold Ramis that existed. But they also, um, kind of what they've done with other actors and stuff like this, like let's just go to Rogue One for an example, like where they used a guy who kind of looked like Tarkin and they yeah. used an actress who kind of looked like Leia. Like the guy that they got for Harold Ramis looks like kind of a tubby Harold Ramis. Yeah. What really worked about this for me, and it's a cheat, and it's a wonderful cheat for this, is you don't fall into the uncanny valley because he's just kind of a blue fuzzy ghost so they could really cheat it. Yeah, so you don't you never feel like it's not Harold Ramis, except for the fact that he doesn't say a single line. <laughs> yeah, that and but you kind of knew it was coming because the toy also was out of Ghost Ghost Egon. It's a Ghost Egon toy. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh yeah, but there it exists. But still, I like, believe you. I just hadn't seen it. <laughs> no, but I just I loved it. It was just so like it, like I said. I think it really handled the fact that one of your main characters in a reboot of your movie, in which you're gonna have the other three. And Egon always figured prominently. I thought that they handled that so well. So, I mean, like... I love the shot of the four of them. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Continue. Yeah, but just like the like how they answer the question, like, why was Egon here? And everyone's like, Egon was a terrible dad. Egon, and then, like, like Callie, the, the daughter, is like, yeah, dad sucked. He was a terrible... Part. And then she finds and discovers in the lab with all the spores, molds, and fungus, a whole wall and of Twinkies. Just, and Twinkies. And the crunch bar. Remember the crunch yes, part? I was such a, there too. Oh my god, that was so fantastic! But like, you know, when when Phoebe calls Ray's a cult, and he's like, she's like, uh, talks about Egon Spangler. And he's like, he can burn in hell. It's like, what did this man do? But like, you see that at the end of the day, he was trying to protect his family and protect the world, and sacrificed all of that, creating the elaborate trap inside the temple to keep the well of the dead at bay. You did this. I'll give you all credit on this one. Would you like to point out your continuity error that you noticed? Oh, yeah. So, interesting. During when the Raise a Cult scene, he's like, yeah, the firehouse was sold and it's a Starbucks. At the end, Ernie Hudson's in the firehouse. The containment unit is still there in the cut scene. So, like, and definitely not a Starbucks. Yeah, certainly not a Starbucks. So, like, yeah. Also, what ghosts are in the containment? Is Vigo. You're like the buzzing of flies to him. Although Vigo never was put in a trap, he just blew up over a river of slime in a painting. It was really obviously just a giant green screen, and it didn't mat well into the rest of the movie. Yeah, and I think but that, I still I think am that here for. Was a bad guy? I, I can't remember. There's something about him. Might be a sex thing. It well, it also wasn't his voice. It was um, Max von Sydow was the voice of Vigo. Yep. Uh, we do get our. We, they marvel this up and give us two mid-credit scenes. Oh, the first one was Sigourney Reaver, uh, Weaver and Bill Murray. Doing the shock therapy yes. thing again. Yeah, so I guess he's still with Dana. Um, also, this was so clearly a pickup. This movie shot in Canada. Yeah. They clearly got the, those three guys up there in Canada. Oh, by the way, the saddest line in this movie came from Ernie Hudson, like, talking to Egon Ghost. He's like, I should have called you my friend. Like, that's just so sad. Oh, yeah. Just what a sad line. It, it, I, I like how Bill Murray just looks over and figured you'd show up. <laughs> I did love, as I was talking about that before, I was cutting you off. I love the shot of them, like, all seeing Egon, like, one at a time and yeah. reacting in different ways. That's such a great shot. But, so, yeah, we got um, our mid-credit sequence, Sigourney Weaver's in there. That's clearly a pickup they did in L.A., just because, oh, like, yeah. she probably was like, I'm not going to Canada. <laughs> and, like, getting over, over borders right now with quarantine and stuff like that. But, no, that was so, like, the cards. What a great callback with the cards and... Being crappy to the person who's, like, answering them even yeah. if they get it right. I like he's... She goes, I can't believe you would shock your sins. He goes, well, I actually shocked the guy. <laughs> she zaps him. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Fully admitted to it. Venkman's uh, such a scumbag, but he comes off as so charming and fun. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then um, Ernie Hudson restarting the Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. With his money. And Annie Potts is there again. Yeah. T- for someone for him to talk I asked to. you because <laughs> he said, like, I started this company with one employee. Do you think... 
that Janine Melnitz was the one employee. She has to be. Well, I'm, I'm so enjoying that we're pretending we. This is the first time we've had this conversation. And uh, no, I think that is likely a tie into the video game. I'm in the middle of rewatching the cutscenes to see if it works. It was like an hour worth of cutscenes. I got like half an hour to go, but at two times speed, you know, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, the way those video games worked, why I keep on talking about it as canon, is that a video game was written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis. And as the guys who, you know, wrote the first two movies, there's no reason to, in my mind, not consider that canon. Like if it's literally the same brain trust, it continues over. Plus all the same actors came back with the exception of Rick Moranis. Again, Sigourney Weaver wasn't in that game either, but uh, they hire a new recruit to like kind of like test their experimental um, proton pack stuff on. Mm -hmm. And it ends like, oh, hey, you new recruit, we're going to send you off to some other city to start a new chapter. So my theory is that's that was a connection to the video game. Also, but when I could be wrong. Also, when Bill Murray says from the home office, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna go inside. We're gonna have some cocoa. Yeah, some of us will have rum in it. <laughs> Man, I love Venkman. That's just gonna be one of those scenes that I like because they're only in there for a couple of minutes. Yes. When that sucker comes out, I'm gonna be pulling up that scene on YouTube so often. Oh my god! Just gosh. to watch those yes. like ten minutes and just become happy. Are you gonna just be like? Is that going to be like a line you use? I'm going to have some cocoa. Some of us will have rum in it. I don't love rum. I'll, something in it. I'm a big rum guy. Say whiskey. Mm, that's fair. I'll take whiskey. I wonder how Kahlua would be in hot chocolate. Great. It's great. Okay. I mean, I have Kahlua cool. and I have hot chocolate at home. Maybe I'll try that tonight because I'm on vacation. Yeah, it's great. Totally do that. Is that it for Ghostbusters? Because uh, my throat's getting dry. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> it for Ghostbusters. It's just an absolute delight. If you are into pop culture and the things that you like if you are a fan of the show you're probably a fan of ghostbusters you're gonna be a fan of this movie it's like force awakens but they give you everything you wanted yeah and i mean there are some parts of it that if you like really dig in like okay so the key master and zool scene oh that was so there is no bomb only zool yeah we didn't even mention paul rudd yeah paul he's rudd. here he's great he's 51 years old and doesn't look a day over 35 the man doesn't he doesn't age i like that he has more white hair in his beard than me oh well I have white hair in my beard too, but uh, no, that I mean, there are parts of it that it does kind of. There are some shot for shot or sequence for sequence things, but you know the the demon dog or the uh, the hell dog or whatever you want to call it in the Walmart scene, similar to Lewis Tully and on the green, the tavern on the green scene. So you had that. Well, the difference is tavern on the green closed, and Walmart will never close. No, it won't. So, I mean, there are some things you're like, oh, this is kind of like, oh, the copies from the original. Like, there are going to be a little bit of that. Like, that's fine. Gozer's Temple looks the same. But, of course, it's going to be because it's Gozer. So, some of that stuff is oh, I so also similar. Love, um, just because, you know, movies are flat, like 2D. But yeah. It's like when Paul Rudd is, like, breaking out of, like, his hell dog. like, um, yeah, And he jumps through the window of the car. Just, <laughs> I do love that. But, like, the husk of it. He's very clearly just lying behind it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get it. 2D, it's two dimensions and it's flat and no one will notice that he's just behind it. Yeah. Uh, Also, like, that was a neat little Easter egg where he's in front of the Baskin Robbins, which is probably a little callback to the Ant-Man stuff. He throws the pint of Baskin Robbins at the hell dog. Yeah, no, great movie. I, I loved it. So much fun. Probably my favorite movie that we've gone to see this year. Yeah, it was very enjoyable. Yes. All right, we're going to move on from there to letters to the editors. Now for my favorite part of the show. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh, God, this is always dead. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. If you want to ask us your own questions, you can send them into editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. That is the preferred way because then I can leave it as an unread email and find it later. Unless you're our recently retired retired sound guy who will just tweet it at me and then i have to remember that i have a tweet i have to check yeah that's probably true which is what we're dealing with this week <laughs> here for this question yes i am i also wrote down answers and once again did not tell you the question ahead of time okay that's fine <laughs> my favorite way of doing them are there any places in comics made up or real that are worth taking a trip to uh you gave an example of like skywalker ranch or like stanley's birthplace which is just new york so i guess go to new york what about jurassic park if it didn't fail no, like real places you could visit in the real world. Oh, okay. Like, is there a real world place that represents comics or like pop culture ephemera or something? So, like a pop culture mecca, like a yeah. Like, I, a, like where would I want to take a pilgrimage to? Yes, and there's some stuff you can do. Um, 
I'll tell you one that I I didn't even write this one down. We're talking about Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters two, the firehouse from Ghostbusters yeah, two. Yeah, ladder eight. They still have that sign yep. outside. I mean, sticking with New York, you can go to the Seinfeld uh, diner. I'm just picking real life places now. Also, um, the building from the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies. You can see that building, the Daily Bugle building. Yeah, it's the Flatiron building. Yeah, whatever. I've, I've walked. That's what by it's it. called. It's like it's got a name. It's iconic. Look, I've walked by it a bunch of times and just go, oh yeah, it's that building. Looks interesting. One place I wish I had gone before it closed was Cheers in Boston. Yeah. Well, you can't. That, does that count as an answer? Well, they really do with comics. I guess the next one I'm going to say isn't something I has, has anything to do with comics. Okay. This is something I want to do in real life. I should have done it when I lived in Jersey because it would have been a lot easier. I want to do the Rocky Run. Ah. That is an actual like mapped run. How many? How long is it? I don't remember. Pretty long. I mean, I've done the I've done the stairs at the Philadelphia Art Museum. I've I've run up the stairs. I've never I've been to that museum uh, numerous times. I've never run up them, but there is you can track a legitimate run, and I want to do the Rocky Run. Oh, so you run through the Market Street and yeah, like it's you start off. Are you from, hoping that kids will follow you, or maybe some guys on dirt bikes? I hope not, <laughs> but that is a legitimate route that you can run, and I would love to do that run. That'd be fun. Yeah, I guess it except would. for the running part, but uh, yeah, I guess I mean. Yeah, it'd be cool to go to Hook and Ladder 8 to see that. I'm trying to think of other... I'll give you um, the one that we will never be famous enough or have the clout enough to do. What? Uh, Lucasfilm has kept the majority of their stuff. I mean, certainly stuff has made it out into the market and some stuff got destroyed, but the uh, the Lucasfilm archive would be insane to see. That would be tremendous. Like, insanely... All the old props and things like, like that. I only hear, like, stories and from people who have been there but just like how like well curated and documented it is and like just how large it is as well like that would be wild but that's kind of off the table so let me give two very real answers okay i don't know what order i would put these in so screw it i'll just say them both this is another one i want to do i have never done this one and i kind of find it hard to justify a reason to do it outside of this because it's in ohio and i can't think of another reason to go to ohio the pro football hall of fame (laughs) oh good two reasons uh, no, the largest um, comic art collection in the world is in Ohio. Okay. Along with just like other like famous books and cartooning and whatnot. Like, and the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yes, sure. But it's called uh, the Billy Ireland Cartoon Library and Museum. Okay. Largest collection of comic art in existence. So that would be cool. Also a bunch of books and whatnot of like if you want to see some of those like famous books in person. That interests me less partially because I've probably seen all the famous books in person at this point in my life, but yeah, the, the art is interesting. But the other one would be the Smithsonian. And especially coming up, it almost feels like we're being sponsored by the Smithsonian. We're not. You've never been to the Smithsonian? No, I have. But okay. they, they have, um, well, one, they have a pop culture exhibit that's currently in the works. I don't remember when it's like coming out into the world proper, but like they're totally redoing their pop culture stuff. But beyond that, they do have old books, again, like kind of that top tier stuff. But then the one that's crazy to me, and we reported on this a couple of years ago, reported like, you know, (laughs) we do real news, but um, all of the complete story of Spider-Man, his first appearance from Amazing Fantasy 15 was anonymously donated a couple of years ago. Wow. So that complete story that just like i'm sure they know but like anonymously donated is at the smithsonian and that would be fucking wild to see that's incredible like i've handled some ditko art and i've seen a good chunk of it but i certainly haven't seen anything as cool as like the very first spider-man appearance like that's big time that is up there that would be very yeah and that's that's at the smithsonian so i outside i mean when i want to go i want to know so i guess the rocky one really is one but i like to do the rocky run i want to go to ohio for that one thing Need more reasons to go to Ohio than that. It's like, I'm going to take a week and go to Ohio. It doesn't take a week to get to Ohio. You can be there like a day. I know, but if I was going to like... <laughs> a long weekend in Ohio. That's romantic if I've ever heard about it. Oh, baby. Um, uh, yeah. Let's see. So In the Smithsonian, which I think is probably the... You said the Rocky run. Rocky wasn't in comics. I know. I cheated on that one. That's just for me. Yeah, so I can say some pop culture things. Like it'd be cool. To, it would have been cool to go to the Cheers bar. Yeah, it would have. Yeah. But you can't. I screwed that up. <laughs> Screwed the pooch on that. I'm trying to think of other interesting. It would have been cool to go to. I'm going to kind of keep it in like geek culture. To go to uh, M5 Industries in California, where they did all the MythBusters stuff, because that's also like a really. It was an active um, props and special effects shop. So 
some real big time special effects were built oh. out of M5. And then, of course, uh, this is another one I would like to do. The biggie, uh, go to New Zealand and do all the Hobbit. Oh stuff. yeah, absolutely. Because they've maintained all that from the yeah. Hobbit movies. And that do, would be so and, cool. And do all that kind of like location See the mountains stuff. And stuff. Like it's that'd just, be a biggie. Yeah. Uh, that's one. I mean, hopefully, I've I always wanted to go to New Zealand. Period, because it just looks gorgeous. Legitimately, but. I hope I get to do all of like the ones that I brought up here. But that's that certainly be a biggie. I also, I've never been. I want to go to the Quick Shop. I know you've been to the Quick, quick Shop, Quick Stop, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> I gotta, it's just gonna be like, cool. Been there, done. Like I did it. I went there. I, I like the adjacent town much better, and because um, that's in the Leonardo. But Red Bank is a much nicer town where like the secret stash is. Yeah. And what's uh, when I went there, I was gonna say I haven't been there in years. That's not true. I was there like two years ago, but the first time I was there, like early in college, like they handed out these little maps of like these are all the different like sh- spots in this town, or like different scenes were filmed. You got you could walk around the town and like the ski ball park. I don't remember that one on to have been right. That one to have been right there, but oh. like there was other stuff like oh like um literally across the street is like Jack's music shop. That's where like uh, Holden and Banky lived in chasing Amy. And didn't you say like Asbury Park is a Asbury Park is a dump? <laughs> I don't remember saying oh. that, but sure, I'll take it. Have you ever been to Asbury Park? Yeah. Oh. I'll take it. Sure, why not? It's a dump. Is it really? Um, it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to New Jersey, I guess. It's fun there. Okay. The Garden State. Well, there's so many uh, locations. With so many movies, like especially like Ghostbusters is a very good example, because that was filmed in New York. Yes. You can do... People have done the work and they found oh, well, all the, the locations. The high rise in Central Park West? Yeah. I mean, that exists minus the top part, and it's not really made out of selenium, so. No. Yes, that's all fake. That's that's stuff. But the actual the building top. is there. <laughs> Except for the parts that blew up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where Gozer tried to enter and he couldn't because the Ghostbusters stopped him because that was canon in my life. You can, I mean, yeah. That movie's 37 years old. That's crazy. So many websites, like, if you look up, like, some of your favorite movies, like, oh, if you go to, like, this, this is yeah. where you can find all those stuff exactly. Like the house fun. from Full House in San Francisco and. Yeah, that great location. Anyway, there we go. Is that it? Yeah, we actually got more of that than I thought we were going to. Yeah, there we go. Good all conversation. Right. All right. My throat is dry. Well, then let me do this for you. If you enjoyed the show, go to editors. Uh, let me try that again. If you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash editors note comics. And for a dollar a month, you get the show the day we record it. Five dollars, you can be a Duke or Duchess of the podcast. We'll shout your name out. We'll make you sound really cool. You know, you're probably already cooler than we are, but still, I mean, we're sitting on a basement in a grown man's house talking about pop culture and having a blast doing it. We're glad you join us. What's wrong with my basement? Nothing, actually. Your basement is kind of cool. It's my rumpus room. <laughs> what the <laughs> Okay. Well, if you'd like to hear stuff from behind the paywall about what happens in the rumpus room, be a, be a Patreon subscriber. We really appreciate that. You can also get in touch with us, editors.comics at gmail.com. Also, we don't talk about this nearly enough. Rate, review, and subscribe the show. It's true, we don't. Yeah, so there we go. Bringing that back, baby. Uh, and we can also uh, find Zach on social media on the Twitter at Editors No Comics. Yeah, and you're at Junior Rich. It's football time, baby. Yeah, or but, Tiger King too, baby. Oh God, have you been tweeting about that? I have been. <laughs> there's a scene. There's a scene in which. Are you ready for this? The now, Attorney General of Indiana dresses up like Elvis. Well, that's the world we're living. Uh, next week, Masters of the Universe. Uh, you have the power. We have the power. Have a great Thanksgiving. He-Man.